This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. House censures Republican for video of him killing Democrat. Henry Montgomery, the juvenile with a life sentence, is free. And Apple bows to pressure, allowing self-repairs to devices. It's Thursday, November 18. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. House voted on Wednesday to censure Republican Representative Paul Gosar of Arizona for posting an animated video that depicted him killing Democratic Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez with a sword, an extraordinary rebuke that highlighted the political strains testing Washington and the country. Calling the video a clear threat to a lawmaker's life, Democrats argued Gosar's conduct would not be tolerated in any other workplace and shouldn't be in Congress. The vote to censure Gosar and also remove him from his House committee assignments was approved by a vote of 223 to 207, almost entirely along party lines, with Representatives Liz Cheney of Wyoming and Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, the only Republicans voting in favour. Gosar had deleted the tweet days ago amid the criticism, but he retweeted the video late on Wednesday, shortly after the vote. He showed no emotion as he stood in the well of the House after the vote, flanked by roughly a dozen Republicans, as Speaker Nancy Pelosi read the censure resolution and announced his penalty. He shook hands, hugged, and patted other members of the GOP conference on the back before leaving the chamber. Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy called the censure an abuse of power by Democrats to distract from national problems. He said of the censure, a new standard will continue to be applied in the future, a signal of potential ramifications for Democratic members should Republicans retake a majority. But the Democrats said there was nothing political about it. These actions demand a response. We cannot have members joking about murdering each other, said Pelosi. This is both an endangerment of our elected officials and an insult to the institution. Ocasio-Cortez herself said in an impassioned speech, when we incite violence with depictions against our colleagues, that trickles down to violence in this country, and that is where we must draw the line. The Louisiana inmate whose Supreme Court case was instrumental in extending the possibility of freedom to hundreds of people sentenced to life in prison without the opportunity for parole when they were juveniles was freed on parole on Wednesday after spending nearly six decades behind bars. 75-year-old Henry Montgomery was released from prison just hours after the parole board's decision and went to the offices of the Louisiana Parole Project, a non-profit which is supporting him after his release. There, he was embraced by tearful staff and former juvenile lifers who were freed as a result of the court case that bears Montgomery's name. It feels so wonderful, said Montgomery during an interview. 
When asked what he plans to do now that he is out of prison, Montgomery said he wanted to pay his respects to his mother and grandmother and other family members who died whilst he was behind bars. Montgomery had been convicted in the 1963 killing of East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Deputy Charles Hunt, who caught him skipping school. Montgomery was 17 at the time. Board member Tony Marabella voted to approve Montgomery's release with certain conditions, including a curfew and that he have no contact with the victim's family. Meanwhile, two of the three men convicted in the assassination of Malcolm X are set to be cleared today after insisting on their innocence since the 1965 killing of one of the United States' most formidable fighters for civil rights, their lawyers and Manhattan's top prosecutor said yesterday. A nearly two-year-long reinvestigation found that authorities withheld evidence favorable to the defense in the trial of Muhammad Aziz, now 83, and the late Khalil Islam, said their attorneys, the Innocence Project, and civil rights lawyer David Shaniz. Aziz called his conviction the result of a process that was corrupt to its core, one that is all too familiar even today. Apple is letting some iPhone users fix their own phones, a sharp turnaround for a company that has long prohibited anyone but company-approved technicians from fiddling with its proprietary parts and software. The company said on Wednesday that it will enable users of two of the newest iPhone models and eventually some Mac computers to get access to genuine Apple parts and tools for consumer repairs. The shift reflects a strengthening right-to-repair movement embraced by President Joe Biden and affecting everything from smartphones to cars and tractors. It's a reaction to the infusion of software into more everyday products and the practices of manufacturers who have increasingly made those products difficult and expensive to repair. Apple is launching an online store for self-service repairs early next year. It will initially be focused on do-it-yourself fixes to screens, batteries and displays, which Apple previously resisted and cited concerns about security and safety, such as faulty battery replacements that can damage a device. The Federal Trade Commission, the Biden administration and state legislatures have been eyeing regulatory changes that would make it easier for Americans to repair their broken devices. They've also said that those repairs restrictions often fall heavily on minority and low-income consumers. Thanks to growing pressure, including from some of Apple's own investors, a shareholder proposal from an environmentally-minded investment group calls for the company to cease its anti-repair practices, arguing that they are contributing to electronic waste. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? 
or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.